Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you can always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. In the King James Version of the Christian Bible, which is a translation commissioned and sponsored by King James I for the Church of England, there is a passage in Exodus 22.18 that reads, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And as we'll see while we tell the story of Agnes Sampson and the North Berwick Witches, that James pretty much followed that rule. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. The 1590 to 1592 witchcraft trials in North Berwick, Scotland, were touched off by the confession and testimony of an accused witch named Galus Duncan. You might recognize that name from Diana Gabaldon's fictional Outlander novels and the TV series. In real life, though, Galus was a healer from Trenant, Scotland, who was employed as domestic help for a man named David Seaton. Seaton was the local bailiff and played a major role in what was likely the beginning of the Scottish witch trials. 
Seaton observed a few things about Galus during her time in his employment. She had no schooling, so how was she so well educated in the healing arts, he wondered. He also noted that he was aware Galus sometimes sneaked away at night and her whereabouts were unknown. Seton had grown quite suspicious of her, as we can tell, and in 1590 accused her of practicing witchcraft. She was interrogated by Seton, and according to reports, quote, with the help of others to torment her with the tortures of the thumbscrews upon her fingers, which is a grievous torture, and binding and twisting her head with cord of rope, which is a most cruel torment also, yet she should not confess anything. Whereupon they, suspecting that she had been marked by the devil, as commonly witches are, they searched and found the devil's mark to be on the forepart of her throat. After this was found, she confessed that all her doings was done by the wicked allurements and enticements of the devil, and that she did them by witchcraft. Thanks to all of that torture, Galus admitted her guilt. And initially, she seemed to be confessing to a meeting between Scottish witches and a witch from Copenhagen. But she did then go on to confess that she went to meetings with other witches. She also divulged that those meetings were held at the Kirk of North Berwick, with the devil in their company. As her interrogation continued, Galus confessed the purpose of the meeting was actually to plot how to assassinate the king, as they were instructed to do by the devil. She named many, many others during the interrogation, including two fairly distinguished people in the community, a suspected sorcerer, who was actually a teacher named John Fion, as well as midwife and local cunning woman Agnes Sampson. In fact, according to the pamphlet that covered these events, which was called News from Scotland, under torture, Galus named numerous individuals, both women and men, including, we quote, Agnes Sampson, the eldest witch of them all, dwelling in Haddington. Agnes Thompson of Edinburgh. Dr. Fion, alias John Cunningham, master of the school at Saltpens and Lothian, of whose life and strange acts you shall hear more, largely in the end of this discourse. These were by the said Galus Duncan accused, as also George Mott's wife, dwelling in Lothian, Robert Grierson, skipper, and Janet Blandolins. With the potter's wife of Seton, the smith at the Brig Hallis, with innumerable others in those parts, and dwelling in those bounds aforesaid, of whom some are already executed, the rest remained in prison to receive the doom of judgment at the king's majesty's will and pleasure. Seton's suspicions and Galus's torture driven confessions are considered to be what ignited the North Berwick witch trials. We've named several accused individuals, but there are many others whose names we just don't know. According to Scottish academic and historian Christopher Smout, between 3,000 and 4,000 persons accused of witchcraft may have been killed in Scotland in the years 1560 to 1707. And although the information is not on record, experts generally accept that many of the accused actually died from the injuries that were inflicted upon them during their torture. With that solemn note, we are going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will talk about how authorities got confessions of witchcraft from their detainees. 
When it comes to makeup looks, I really like full glam, but I also often just need an easy day look. And Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to. I also travel a lot. I'm really guilty of lugging around way too much makeup in my suitcase, and I'm trying to curb that habit. And Thrive's brilliant eye brightener is the key to the whole thing. So instead of packing a bunch of palettes that I may or may not use, I can just throw a few of these slim sticks in my bag and I get all the shimmer and shadow I'm looking for. I streamline my packing. I can blend them together. They blend like butter. And you can layer different colors to get something truly unique. And then you just have your look all pulled together. Your eyes are brighter. You look well-rested. And you look really pretty glam for a very easy look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. It's easy to see why they get so many five-star reviews. And even better, they give back to communities. For every product that you purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. So you look great and you can feel great about how you got there. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 20% off your first order. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Welcome back to Criminalia Many of the instruments of torture that were used during these witch trials were extreme We're now going to be talking about one called the witch's bridal Being tried and executed as a witch in early modern Scotland often began with nothing more than a slight or just an insult between a person and their neighbor or someone in their community. Because their records survived, we know as fact that four named people, John Fyan, Agnes Sampson, Barbara Napier, and Euphemy McCalsian, were indicted for practicing witchcraft. Agnes and John were both tried quickly. It's estimated that their trials probably took just a single day each. Let's talk about these trials for a moment. Before the suspects were imprisoned, they would have been interrogated and their depositions would have been taken. The accused and accuser were allowed to confront each other before the trial began, and that sort of face-to-face confrontation would often also happen during the trial. Similarly, a witness could be confronted by other witnesses. While that may not sound legit through our modern legal system, this was part of the trial process. And when we're talking about interrogation, that piece could be conducted more than once. An accused witch would have been given the chance to confess before being interrogated, but many of these confessions, though, happened under extreme torture. It's really hard to know what was real and what was the result of that torture. That confession made under duress would be recorded and used as evidence against them in their trial. There really weren't any rules or limitations on what constituted admissible evidence at a witchcraft trial. Testimonies full of rumor and speculation, along with a person's reputation, were weighed the same as any actual factual evidence. Maybe even more so if they were salacious. During Agnes's interrogation... Her torturer shaved her head and all of her body hair. And then they fastened a device called a witch's bridle to her head. You may have seen this referenced in other historical sources as a gossip's bridle, a brank's bridle, or simply a brank's. Whatever name you know this instrument by, it was very obviously an instrument of torture. It was made of iron, and its framework fit around the head of the victim. There was a bridle bit that was roughly two inches by one inch. That's about five centimeters by two and a half centimeters in size. 
and there were four sharp metal prongs that would slide into the victim's mouth, making it impossible for that person to talk. Two of these spikes pressed against the tongue and two others against the cheeks. And this tool had more than one function. It would obviously silence its wearer, and it would also cause extreme pain. There's actually a kind of an interesting note about this torture device. This instrument wasn't just used on accused witches. At this time, it actually was not unheard of for husbands, as a form of public humiliation, to muzzle wives who they thought gossiped or nagged too much. Some accounts include an additional humiliation. These wives, while wearing a leash with a bell, were then led around the center of town. The earliest known use of this device is in Scotland during the 16th century. Agnes was fastened to the wall of her cell by a witch's bridle. She was not allowed to sleep, and she was additionally restricted with a rope tied around her neck. And it was after enduring all of this that she confessed to 53 indictments against her. According to the transcript of her interrogation and torture, the record of which was dated January 27th, she confessed that the first time she saw the devil was after the death of her husband. Motivated by poverty and children to feed, she said she was taken in by his offers of riches as well as revenge on any enemies. He would take care of everything, she continued. It was then she confessed that she took the devil as her master. She admitted she did summon the devil to ask if a specific noblewoman should be allowed to live or die, and she described the devil as appearing as a black dog in her home. The transcript continued with additional confessions. Agnes confessed to making a spell to help a woman deal with her difficult father-in-law. She made, it was described, quote, a picture of wax and raised a spirit at a waterside beside a briar bush, desiring her to enchant it to serve for his destruction and send it to the said woman to be put under his bedsheet or bedhead. Agnes was sentenced to execution by being burned at the stake, which was the only punishment for witches. We read that the cost of Agnes's execution was accounted for as six pounds, eight shillings, and ten pence. Also, I want to note that you may have noticed that we've referred to slight differences in the date of her execution. The treasurer's paperwork listed the date as January 16th, for instance, while the transcript of her interrogation was dated the 27th, as we spoke about earlier. The trial was really well recorded, but with more than 400 years between us and her execution date, sometimes these dates aren't exactly perfect. With that in mind, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about how the North Berwick witch trials were the first major trials of witchcraft under criminal law. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. 
Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. This is when King James VI of Scotland starts to seriously seek out traitors among his people. King James VI of Scotland was paranoid that he would be assassinated, and that made him paranoid of the dark arts and magical spells. In 1589, James and his new bride, Princess Anne of Denmark, 
were unable to make their trip from Oslo to their home in Scotland due to dangerous storms that had developed. Hardy had to turn back, and to the Danes and Anne and James, well, this was clearly the fault of witches. It might be difficult for some of us to believe that the king could have become so convinced that a small group of Scottish women were to blame for conjuring the storm that got in the way of his travel plans. But he did. He ordered those who conspired to assassinate him to be executed. The king became convinced that the devil was his greatest enemy. In 1597, just a few years after these witch trials came to a close, James published a work called Demonology, in which he explored the topics of witchcraft and demonic magic. He also always advocated for the death penalty to be given to any individual who was proven to practice these arts. The North Berwick Witch Trials were the first major trial of witchcraft that took place under criminal law. The Act Against Conjurations, Enchantments, and Witchcrafts, which, if you've been with us since earlier in this season, you have heard us talk about, is an example of anti-witchcraft sentiment at this time. During the reign of Queen Elizabeth I of England and 28 years before the North Berwick Witch Trials, this document made witchcraft punishable as a crime. Specifically, the act of killing or severely injuring a person with the use of witchcraft was punishable by death. Lesser practices, such as causing a mild injury, were to be punished with one year in prison and, to be determined on a case-by-case basis, a number of appearances in the public pillory for a dose of public humiliation. When King James VI of Scotland also became King James I of England, which took place in 1603, a few years after Agnes had been put to death, he passed a new law that made all forms, basically 99.9% of all forms of witchcraft, punishable by execution. This act made it illegal to kill or harm an individual with witchcraft, and it also made it illegal to consult with evil spirits, quote, for any intent or purpose. And it was also illegal to dig up graves in order to use the dead bodies in witchcraft practices. In the Crown's search for any traitors among its people, James turned his attention to those who were suspicious, at least according to rumor, or to those who were named in criminal interrogations. A man named Dr. John Fion, mentioned earlier, was a respectable scholar and teacher and was now accused of being the leader of an assassination plot against the king. Here's how that came to be and how he found himself on the king's radar. So to do that, we have to jump back to Galus and her testimony. Galus Duncan testified that it was John who presided over Sabbaths that were held in North Berwick. There, she testified the witches danced about the church, always counterclockwise, she detailed, before John let them inside. And his key was actually really quite something. Galus described that he entered the building by blowing into the keyhole of the front door. Once inside the church and in the company of the devil, the witches planned to kill the king. The devil, as some sources suggest Galus described him, was disguised as a tall man with a rabbit's nose, a hawk's beak, a long tail, and dressed in a black robe and skull cap. According to reports and testimony about John's involvement in sorcery, we quote, Fion confessed that by his witchcraft he did bewitch a gentleman dwelling near the salt pens, where the said doctor kept school only for being enamored of a gentlewoman whom he loved himself. 
by means of which his sorcery, witchcraft, and devilish practices, he caused the said gentleman that once in every 24 hours he fell into a lunacy and madness, and so continued one whole hour together. And for the verity of the same, he caused the gentleman to be brought before the king's majesty, which was upon the 23rd day of December last, and being in his majesty's chamber, suddenly he gave a great screech and fell into madness, sometimes bending himself and sometimes capering so directly up that his head did touch the ceiling of the chamber, to the great admiration of his majesty and others then present, so that all the gentlemen in the chamber were not able to hold him until they called in more help, who together bound him hand and foot. And suffering the said gentleman to lie still until his fury were past, he within an hour he came again to himself. John was detained and interrogated. The instruments of torture used on him may have differed slightly among the accused witches, but the outcome was the same. His fingernails were forcibly removed and thumb screws were put in their place. This torture was known as the pillowinks and used to crush fingers and toes in a vice kind of device. John was also forced to wear what was called the boot, which was a boot-shaped instrument created to squeeze the wearer's feet until their bones shattered. He did confess under torture, but he also recanted after the torture ended, claiming, quote, What he had done and said before was only done and said for fear of pains which he had endured. John was convicted on the king's explicit orders and the testimony of one woman, that being Galus. He was placed in a cart and taken to Castle Hill in Edinburgh, where he and his fellow North Berwick witches were garroted and then burned alive. The accused were arrested, and many confessed things like having pacts with the devil, devoting themselves to generally doing evil, including poisoning the king and other royals, and attempting to sink the king's ships. Somewhere between 70 and 200 so-called witches were put on trial, tortured, and executed from the town of North Berwick alone. Witch hysteria and witchcraft trials continued in Scotland until 1735, when it became illegal to try a person as a witch in both Scotland and in England. Instead of sentences that included brutal torture and execution, punishment for purporting to have the powers of a witch then became fines or imprisonment or both. What a terrible story. Um, I would like to follow you into the cauldron and take, take, just do something else. Let this terrible story. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I was in trying to come up with something for this one. I kind of wanted to develop something that hearkened to this idea of coercing people to talk. <laughs> That also had a little bit of a bite. Mm -hmm. And so I came up with a drink, which I am calling the witch's bridal. It is not nearly so painful as a witch's bridal would be. Although I'm going to tell you now, this drink is not for everybody. And you'll see why in a moment. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> the, the primary version is for coffee drinkers. So if you're not a coffee drinker, uh. you're probably out. But I do have an alcoholic but non-coffee version that's easy enough to do. It will start with one ounce of coffee. This is a chilled drink, so you want cold coffee. Then you're going to put that in a cocktail shaker and add an ounce 
of double espresso vodka. <laughs> I like to also throw in like a, a dot of brown sugar or a splash oh. of brown sugar syrup or vanilla syrup. And then the crowning glory for me, and this is where I'm going to lose some people, an ounce of Jägermeister. <laughs> now, before you get weird, let me just tell you, I didn't invent really this combo. Mine is a variation on a theme, but Jägermeister actually gets used in cocktails in really interesting ways because if you only use a little, an ounce is not that much, mm -hmm. it kind of offsets other flavors in, a, in an interesting way. And you actually don't necessarily get the taster association that you have probably had if your only experience with Jägermeister is doing so many shots in college <laughs> that you fall down. Which is, I think, everybody's first assumption. Right. <laughs> I want to see it grow up, so I'm happy to see that it's being used here. It's actually like a very complex liqueur, right? It has a lot of ingredients. It has something like 50 ingredients, and they all will interact with other things differently. So when you add it to something that's coffee-based, it has a natural sweetness to it, but it also just brings out other interesting notes in the coffee, depending on, on what kind of coffee you brewed. So you just literally shake that guy up, pour it in. I like it just like that strained into a cold cocktail glass. But if you want it over rocks, that's totally fine. You can put it in a rocks glass with ice. You know, it's not a big drink. It's only a few ounces. But I like the fact that you get the energy jolt of coffee, which might make you talkative. <laughs> and the the Jägermeister and vodka combo will slap you around a little bit too. And make you a little looser to tell your, uh, your secrets. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> now, if you don't like coffee... You can do this with tea, and it's easy as pie. Maria's making a terrified face at the thought <laughs> of people like not coffee. liking coffee. But I apologize. I, I'm I know sorry. people I, that don't I drink do coffee. And I, I do the same face so, to them as well. <laughs> for that one, if you want to make it in an alcoholic version, but not a coffee version, you can instead use black tea if you drink that. Really, any kind of tea that has a sort of deeper, spicier flavor rather than like a, a bright herbal. Just use a plain vodka instead of that double espresso vodka. And then, you know, your Jägermeister goes right in. Again, splash of vanilla syrup will help you out. I really like that brown sugar idea. Oh, I love brown sugar in a, a little coffee because it just, it's got a deeper, more beautiful flavor. Yeah. Uh, the mocktail for this is super simple. <laughs> Although it do, I do a little trick here too. You'll still use the coffee, but instead of a, a coffee-flavored vodka, you're just going to double up the coffee. So two ounces of coffee or tea, if you're going that route, three quarters of an ounce of anise syrup, and then one quarter of an ounce of almond syrup. And that isn't going to perfectly replicate what Jägermeister tastes like, but it does bring out some of the key notes and it makes it really interesting and quite lovely, actually. I would make this in a scaled up ounceage. Right. I would just drink, to drink both of these as an drinks. iced tea. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, or an iced coffee. It's yeah. like super, super yummers. That is the witch's bridal, which hopefully reclaims that horrible thing for something slightly more enjoyable that might make you talkative. <laughs> right. You might talk, but among your friends, really. So that's not right. One different. hopes. One hopes. So, uh, speaking of talkative, thank you for joining us this week and listening to us talk and talk and talk. Oh, it was a talky kind of a week, too, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back here next week with more Criminalia and more libations, and we hope you join us for all of that. 
Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.